0: It's the True Achievements Podcast. On today's show. Gotta Have Faith. Mirror's Edge Catalyst Beta Impressions. Incursion Perversion. The Division's DLC exploit splits the community. Brick Breaker Fury. Is this the worst retro reboot ever made? The Walking Ripoff. Are Telltale's chapters getting shorter by the week? All this and more on your leapfrogging, power-pilling, genre-redefining True Achievements podcast. Welcome to the True Achievements podcast for April, the second one. Uh, You have been spoilt. This week I have with me uh, Dave. Hello again. And Jack. Hello. And uh, I'm Rich, as usual. Uh, We haven't been playing too much this week, but there has been a bit of an important beta, or beta for our American listeners, uh, that's just been uh, available for the last week or so. And that is Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Of all of us, I think Jack's played it the most, so um, Jack, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, It's good, actually. So I played at Gamescom uh, last year which kind of set my expectations quite high and I was wondering what they were going to actually do differently in this. It's usually you expect uh, the beta to kind of be a little bit of a spin-off of that, which it was in a way you kind of started in the same location but it built on that a lot more and so you're kind of getting out of some detention centre, then you get picked up off the street by um, a person that gives you kind of an eye chip. It was a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, just a bit weird. A random man giving you something to put in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It played really well. And then that kind of, uh, you started off at the beginning, uh, the guy gives you the eye chip, you put that in, and then it just kind of went from there.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a tutorial, wasn't there, for immediately after that to, mm-hmm. to get to grips with the... The controls, which are unique, I think, fair yes. to say. I don't know any other game. Did you play did you play the first game? Yeah. Okay. And did you how did you find it? Uh them?
1: good. I I think as you said, the controls are a little bit difficult to start with, but they are intuitive for what you need. So the kind of jumpings um bounce the bumpers, so you can look while you're jumping, which is one of the main things you need to do.
0: Did you complete um the first game? Yeah. Okay. I'm terrible, uh, especially when at the time of my life when Mirror's Edge came out, where I didn't really have that much time for gaming. Um, I was I was quite a like dip in and out gamer, mm-hmm. and I remember playing the first, I think like three three levels mm-hmm. um, of Mirror's Edge, and then something else came out, and it probably took me a month to play those first three levels, and something else came out, and I dipped into that, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden when I went to go back to Mirror's Edge, it was like wow, I really. Really, I've forgotten how this mm-hmm. whole thing handles, and you don't. The last thing you want to do is go back and redo the tutorials when you've already a third of the way through the game. So, I ended up giving up on it at that point. But I really appreciated the graphical style of the original game mm-hmm. and the unique vibe and the the whole.
1: Yeah.
0: Everything's it's, it's like it just, glossy white. It looks so shiny,
1: so clean cut. And it was kind of white, yeah, exactly and then that. you yeah, got into some buildings, really and it's just a pure green color scheme. Then everything that you could interact with was red, and kind of obvious, which was quite nice. Yeah, way. well,
0: you needed that. Um, mm-hmm. And the, and the weird thing about so I obviously I played it at Gamescom with you last year, and I think I'm I'm pretty sure it was a 13 minute timed mm-hmm. um, demo because we had a little counter in the corner of the screen, and I'm pretty sure it went up to 13 minutes before it stopped. Obviously, there's there was a couple of minutes of cutscenes in the first tutorial bit, and I just remember. Absolutely loving it. I think we did the podcast about it at the time and we were all really excited for the game. Mm-hmm. So I was delighted to get the beta code. And I, I thought I would... Exactly, probably exactly the same as the first game after a, a month of, of playing. it. I thought when I went back into it, mm-hmm. I'd pick up the controls pretty much straight away. But I really I, I struggled again. With mm-hmm. the, they are pretty unintuitive and I think you do need to train your hands and your eyes to work in perfect harmony with mm-hmm. these slightly unusual controls that are not So they don't come as second nature to me
1: one, one of the things that was a little bit weird for me, um, I actually didn't play the beta on the Xbox, I played it on the PC instead Okay. so wow. I was switching not just from controller but to keyboard <laughs> which was again a little bit of a leap um, but the most annoying thing um, there were a couple of times where I was kind of using button combinations and trying to see what certain buttons did Went to the key bindings in the options. You couldn't change any of them in the beta, and it just displayed a controller, (laughs) (laughs) which you weren't using. Yes, I had no clue what some of buttons did. But um, okay,
0: well let's come on to the buttons. Mm -hmm. So there's, um, you've got your you're looking around view, and then almost everything is done on LB, which is a weird, Mm -hmm. a weird button to choose. I mean, it's not. I don't know any other game where that's the main interactive button. So that's used for jumping, wall running. Um, pretty much, pretty much everything, isn't it? That's that's to do with moving around. Yeah. Um. And then you, then it's, is it left trigger to slide under things?
1: Yeah, I think it's either left trigger or right trigger, but it's shift on the PC.
0: Okay. So those are the sort of up and down, which which makes mm-hmm. sense because you've got the shoulder button above the trigger. So I guess the vertical the vertical nature of those two buttons makes makes that feel natural-ish. Um. But the one thing I noticed immediately when when being immersed in that world again is when you don't see your hands or a gun in front of you, it is really weird. It's quite disorientating. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all played first-person shooter games, but there's always something that's part of you that's in in the screen all the time. Um, so that is odd. And I, I, I don't remember recognising the white dot being in the middle of the screen on the demo at Gamescom last year. Mm-hmm. But it really stood out um, on the beta that there's this white dot in the middle of the screen that gives you your perspective. I think... Initially, that was that was added because people were saying they felt sick when they were playing the original game, mm-hmm. because it is without any sort of point of reference like a gun or anything, it really throws you completely, and it's very difficult, yeah. to, especially on a game like Age where a lot of it's um, platform style. You know, you've got to jump on the edge and, and land mm-hmm. at a perfect spot the other side. Everything needs to be timed correctly, and it is it is really difficult. And I think the the guys that came up with the original concept and the guys that originally worked on the first game, they they, t- they were pretty brave putting this out in the first place, because it really is a very different it's, feel to anything else I've played. I
1: think, yeah, it's definitely unique, and it definitely could have flopped as well. But it just seems to have hit a niche market, and pe- some people love it. It's a bit of a Marmite game, though. Eh?
0: Yeah, it is, it is. But it's. I, lo- I think the graphical style pulled a lot of people in who mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have played it otherwise. Um, and I think... The combat in the first game was a bit flaky. Yeah. I think it was, that's generally accepted. Um, but the, immediately in the tutorial we were thrown in um, to go and attack one of the enemies you have mm-hmm. to do um, a set of light attacks against immediately. And that's a, a different button, that's X. Um, but it's literally you just tap X a few times. <laughs> Although it says light attack... You're performing mixed martial arts all over this guy, (laughs) absolutely battering him, like including like an elbow to the throat as the final move, or just doing a light attack with X, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. But again, the the graphics on that were much improved, I thought, and um, it felt it felt good
1: for the combat against the enemies. What did you think about the health bar that was above them? Did you feel that kind of ruined for? Sense of immersion a little bit, or...
0: or was that I didn't even notice the health bar, so that must have, yeah, sort of <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't pull me out there. I just maybe found that a, maybe that's a, a little bit odd.
1: Uh, you are on above the reticule at the centre of the screen as well. Yeah, I'm almost hoping that you can disable that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you could on the yeah. first
0: game. I don't remember whether you could or not.
1: Not too sure. But...
0: Um, so yeah, you get past. You get past a couple of bad guys, Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a lot more wall running, a lot of platforming. And the strange thing is that you're, although it's completely open world, you're following a path, and that Mm -hmm. path is laid out in redness, just like the first game, which is a bit contrived and does feel a bit silly. You can actually turn that off by pressing the um, right thumbstick in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're just like, oh, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> it's just ridiculous, so you're going to have to leave that on in order to have any clue what to do but it is a bit weird how all the doors are painted red and some of the pipes are painted red and mm-hmm. some of the air conditioning units are painted red and <laughs> it's just a bit a bit silly really Yeah. but I suppose they, they, they need something
1: Need some kind of guidance
0: Yeah, if you... um, unfortunately that's as far as I got to play mm. and then I thought the beta was on until the 26th. I mean, it was it was scheduled to last till the 26th. So I went back to play it when I had some more time on the 26th. But my beta had stopped working at that point, um, so it couldn't connect anymore. So I gave up. But I think you did considerably more than that. Yeah,
1: so I did a little bit more. So you got to the end of the tutorial. It sounds like, Mm -hmm. and after that, you kind of meet up with one of the main characters in it, and he sends you off to go and find a guy called Birdman. And he can challenge you to do a run through the city, or whatever. And you've got to, it's just a speed run; you have to beat the time. Nice. Um, after that, it opens up a lot more, and you have loads of different activities. Uh, so, like if you there's uh, some chips that you've got to get, and you take them out of boxes, then you've got to get to point from point A to point B as quick as possible, and um, hide the chips for somebody else to pick up, and. Mm-hmm. Just kind of loads of small omissions, and it seemed I was very dubious about how it was going to work as kind of a semi open world game, but it seems like they've planned it really well, and it is going to work well, I think.
0: So, um, release date is what we about a month away
1: got pushed back, didn't it? It was supposed to be the yeah, got pushed
0: back, back two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's now 7th
1: um, of June, is
0: it? Okay. Okay, and I think the reason they gave was they were working on the what well, they called multiplayer, but I don't think it is true multiplayer I think it's, it's leaderboard based yeah, mm-hmm. I think you can create i think you can create um runs uh-huh. for other people to do, so you can set up a, a to b point mm-hmm. and then set it up as a fastest race almost, and then other people can play your. Your maps effectively, that sounds uh, which cool. sounds quite cool, and mm-hmm. there's go- there's ghosting as well, so you can see other people's fastest times in a sort of shadow. Um, all that sounds pretty funky, but I don't think there's any as you'd call proper multiplayer for it.
1: Okay,
0: uh, which is fine because I don't I don't think every game needs that by a long shot. A Mirages is just quite a solo game, I think, mm-hmm. with a very strong, potentially very strong storyline
1: You say that, but something's really odd. I really, really enjoyed the first one, and. Whenever I think of kind of, it's definitely my top 10 games list, but I can't remember anything about the story at all. I I (laughs) just
0: 99% of the games I play. I don't, I
1: have no idea what's going on. I just remember the mechanics being really solid and loving the speedruns of it and kind of uh, the twitchiness of trying to improve times and get better.
0: So speedruns were a big part of the first game Mm. and we assume that there will be a similar um, Yeah feature in, in, in the new game because i think a lot of people really love them so yes. would you be picking it up for sure
1: yeah definitely so. okay
0: great dave did you get to get in the beta at all or
2: i didn't bother i i, I played the first one wasn't really good it. It. Yeah. yeah just sucked at it similar to you i kind of left it ages tried coming back got confused <laughs> couldn't really remember what, what anything was realised that I was still rubbish at it and then kind of left it there. It's just not my kind of thing. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the twitchiness of it all is totally just not mm-hmm. for me. That.
0: That's fair enough. So what have you been playing the
2: last couple of weeks? Mainly the Division, just uh, go through uh, the missions again on hard, which we finished... Did like a marathon session one night. We meet Jack and me. <laughs> about half five
1: of the morning. Didn't <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let's hope that was a weekend. So,
2: yeah. No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> like last Thursday or something. Yeah. Thursday or something like no. that. So we did that. Um, the third and final episode of The Walking Dead Michonne mm-hmm. came out. Oh, is there only three? Early this week. Yeah, there's only three in this one. Okay. So that came out. Played that. It was Again, it's so, it's so short. I think it was under an hour. Wow. I completed wow. that episode. So, yeah, really
1: sure. Have you just still play played that story? on the Xbox
2: One, or have you stacked it? Yeah, just the one. Nah, nah it's, no, it wasn't that good. <laughs> I <I'm laughs> might if it's on a sale in the future, but uh, I, do you know that weird thing they've got where they have the issues with the engine? Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. We've all, <laughs> no, we've all experienced that. I was playing it this morning, and it was. I woke up at, like, 4 o'clock this morning, so I thought i will play it. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> There was a moment where there's a, a guy and he turned round and it had rendered his hair and his beard and his eyeballs, but no face. <laughs> what well, is the Dead? <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so yeah, that' been playing that, but really not much else. How many times been tied up in non Xbox games? Really, football manager. And that was about it. Okay, cool,
0: cool. Uh, right, I'm going to talk about a couple of things that I played. Last week, I think there was, uh, out of the blue really, there was a, a set of, I think, four mm-hmm. classic arcade uh, titles that were re-released on Xbox One. Uh, each with a thousand game score, which was quite surprising. So there was Pac-Man, Gallagher... Dig
1: Dug and Mrs. Pac-Man. Dig
0: Dug and Mrs. Pac-Man, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, three of them were available in a pack. Um, Mrs. Pac-Man wasn't. Uh, but the pack was relatively cheap. I think it was about five quid. Uh, or probably around seven bucks.
1: You basically saved the cost of a game, didn't you, I think?
0: It did, yeah. So hmm. they were about £2.50 each. Something like that. I thought two thirty nine. Um But yeah, I was just quite surprised to be seeing uh, what looked like just the original, from the screenshots, just the original cabinet games from the late 1970s, early 1980s. Um, certainly Pac-Man was, was that sort of era. Hmm. I think Gallagher was probably mid 1980s um i was a big fan of pac-man i've I've played most of the reboots i suppose you call them reboots that have been out on xbox 360 and xbox one i think pac-man dx championship edition Mm -hmm. is one of the best arcade games i've ever played full stop irrespective of it being a pac-man game so i was quite excited i mean at that price for a potential 3000 gamer score you're gonna pick them up aren't you uh, and the achievement look, list didn't look too bad either. Mm-hmm. I had a quick glance at them before I bought the, the titles. Considering <laughs> they are pretty much ports of the original game with a bit of extra sort of floweriness around the side of the screen that does nothing, just static <laughs> images. They were like about... How, do you, Jack, do you remember how big they were to download? I think a couple, one of them was a couple gig. 600 megs or something,
1: one of them. 600 megs per game. I used okay, to fit so that into whole, a couple of kilobytes. Whole... What's gone wrong? <laughs> the, whole, the whole pack of free
0: games was like 2 gig for... I was just like, what is on this?
1: All those 1080p tiles. Yeah. It's
0: just bizarre. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I rattled off quite a decent mm-hmm. amount of scoring in both Pac-Man and Galaga. I haven't played Dig Dug yet. Um, some of the achievements are really tricky. Like um, Galaga has some for getting all the enemies in every single bonus wave. Mm-hmm. Um and that is that is harder than it sounds. Um you need to tee it up so that you can have a double double ship at the bottom. People that have played Gallagher or not I'm talking about. Um but they're good fun. They're classic arcade games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pac Man was a lot harder than I remember, I have to say.
1: Did you find it a little bit weird um that they included Gallagher in it because that went backwards compatible a couple of weeks ago, didn't it?
0: Did it really? Mm. okay, that is weird, isn't it? Mm. still, it's a relatively easy gamer score for most of the game, um because you can make use of level select, so you can turn on uh i think up to five lives on both games and also turn on level select neither of those things disable the achievement, so you can actually start at whatever level you want once you've got to that point yet. um and also start with five lives, which makes a lot of it much simpler. There's a few really tricky ones. Pac-Man, you have to, you have to get all four ghosts four times on a single level, mm-hmm. and get the fruit. I think, and that's probably the hardest one. That so had a huge ratio when I that's was. That's all at... of your power
1: pellets, isn't it? Because you only have four in the level.
0: Yeah, you only have four, and they the ghosts just spread. As soon as you get anywhere near the power, as soon as you take the power pellet, they will all just. Disappear in different directions, so that's one best played on level one when they're the slowest and you get the most time. Uh, But not not simple to get some of them, but fun. I mean, the games are classic games. I don't know to to me, I've played them as a kid, so (laughs) they mean something. I imagine if if you're fifteen and going to play them for the first time, you'd be like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) You'd be a bit like, no way am I playing this. But it's relatively easy game to score, so give it a chance. On a similar. Vibe, I used to be quite a fan of Arkanoid, which, for those who are also known as Breakout, I think, Mm -hmm. um, which was generally an arcade game which had a paddle, um, like a dial, rather than a a joystick. Just a single dial, and you had a screen with a bat at the bottom of the screen, which your dial moved left and right, and a set of bricks, like a wall above them. uh, And there's a single ball that you hit from your bat, when you start the level off, it goes up, hits a wall, bounces back down again, and then the objective is to try and hit it back up without the ball passing you. And every time you hit a brick, that brick disappears. So the general idea is to clear all the bricks on the level. So again, another classic arcade game, and I've got a lot of love for that. There was a game that came out this week that I saw the... I saw Major Nelson tweet out uh, the box art for it, and it was very clearly an Arkanoid clone um, called Brick Breaker, which... I looked at the price, and after paying £2.39 for Pac-Man and Galaxy... In fact, it was less than that because I bought the pack. Um, I bought slightly at the price. It was £8, which is... I think it's $9.99 in the States. But, you know, it looked interesting. So, I was in that sort of mood after playing the other ones last week. So, I thought, I'll give it a go. Um, this game... Guy- <laughs> I, was, I was more angry playing this game last night than I have been for a very 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 long time okay so it's the same principle you you have the bat at the bottom of the screen obviously you haven't got a dial you're using left and right on your joystick or you can use the d-pad uh, there's a obviously the ball mechanism and you've got various levels the levels actually go up to level 100 there's 100 different levels and all of them have a different wall which you're trying to clear so far so good right Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly the same unfortunately not Okay, Samok Games, who are the developers, have chosen to make some of the most bizarre design (laughs) and graphical decisions that I have ever come across in any sort of game. I swear to you that they have not played it. They've gone, right, we're going to do this, we're going to throw this graphical effect in. And um, do we need to play it? No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We won't bother testing it. So first of all, what they've done is they've decided to put a white trail behind the ball. So it has a a long tail that comes behind it and little sparks fly off this trail. And that's a constant. So the ball's moving around and there's a big white trail (laughs) coming behind it, right? (laughs) Which by itself would probably be fine. But they've also added a sort of white firework animation (laughs) to the bricks when they're hit by the ball. So you've got these four white fireworks that fly off in all directions when you destroy a brick, plus the white ball and its white trail. <laughs> so you, can, you can already see where this is going, there's a lot of white. As usual in these games, the ball gets gradually faster the longer it stays in play. Okay, So it starts off relatively slowly, mm-hmm. and if you don't lose the ball, it picks up speed, picks up speed, picks up speed. They actually have an indicator on the, um, on this game where it shows you it starts at speed level 1 and moves all the way up to speed level 10. So guess what they decided to do when it gets to speed level 10? (laughs) They add a wind tunnel effect over the entire screen. Which is basically just a load of white trails. (laughs) So you get to level 10. You've got the white ball with a white trail coming behind it. Every time you hit a brick... You've got four white fireworks exploding off in random directions and firing across the screen. Plus, on top of that, you've got this white wind swirling effect across the entire screen. It's just utterly ridiculous. You can't see a thing, honestly. You cannot see the ball at all. It's just impossible. So, not only is the ball really, really, really fast, because you're up to level 10. And, by the way, it takes about 30 seconds to get up to that speed. This isn't a long process. (laughs) You just can't honestly. You can't see a thing, and it's ridiculous. So, oh, I'm freaked out. That was that was the most important design flaw. Also, because the controls are really simple, somehow they've managed to get it so that the bat both feels too fast, because sometimes you would like overshoot overshoot where you think the ball's going to drop, and also too slow. So if you're if you're on level ten, you won't get anywhere near where you need to be in order to get it. <laughs> And I don't know how they've managed to do this because there have been Arcanoid games coming up year after year after year that have never had this problem. Um so I think the only way they I think the way they've done this is they've made the bricks and the bat and the ball. Everything's just too big. You're too close to the, the bottom of the bricks. You have no time to make any sort of decisions. You need to make you need to be have like micro millisecond reflexes to get even vaguely <laughs> close to it. It's just utterly ridiculous and it's also like quite common obviously that w- when you hit the ball the point on the bat that you hit it affects the angle that it comes off mm-hmm. just like normal arc yeah. goes but it's really really easy to hit it so that it goes off at like 1 degree <laughs> so it's literally going up really really shallow it's almost going horizontal so it takes about 30 bounces across the screen one side to the other side to the other side to the other side, to the other side. <laughs> Then it hits a brick, fireworks. (laughs) Then one to the other side, to the other side. So literally it could be like a minute. You hit the ball and you wait (laughs) a it. And then because it's so shallow, you can't help but hit it back at exactly the same angle. So it goes off to the other side. (laughs) This is literally the most frustrating thing. That would be bad enough. But if you happen to make it to the end of a level... You then have to put in your name into a leaderboard. Like, this is unusual. Like Normally you play a game, it knows you are logged in as I'm True Achievement. Yeah, okay. Here's a leaderboard. Oh, I've got to put my name in. Okay, it defaults to True Achievement. No problem. Mm. Press, okay, that's my name. No! This game does not default to anything. It leaves an empty space with the virtual keyboard coming out. So, oh... Brilliant. So I'm going to have to move, my, I'll move the cursor around. And I'm already twitchy because I've been moving the cursor too much over the last minute. I'm already freaked out. So I'm trying to type Rich in. I'm trying to do capital R because I'm, I'm like that. Put Rich in. It. So it takes about 30 seconds to put my name in. Put it in. Okay, cool. Finish the level. Leader. It goes up on the leaderboard. Yes. Finish the next level. Up pops the leaderboard thing. Has it kept Rich there? No, it's completely blank again. Can't you just press start? No, you must enter your name. What the? Honestly, I was just like, this game has so many design flaws. There's two modes to the game. Okay, there's uh-huh. arcade and there's survival. They are identical. There is a hundred <laughs> levels of each. They are exactly the same levels the only difference is on arcade you get your five lives back at the start of each level on survival you get five lives for the entire game now i have managed to get to level seven on arcade and it takes me my five (laughs) lives every single time to beat a level i've had about 40 goes at level seven i've still not done it yet there's a hundred of these levels on survival mode (laughs) There are five achievements tied to survival mode. The first one gets to level 10. The second one gets to level 30. The third one gets to level 50. The fourth one gets to level 80. And the last one gets to level 100. With just five lives. There is not a single person that has unlocked any of the survival achievements out of the f- 350 people that have played it on DA. yet. It doesn't is...
2: anybody's bother doing the arcade ones either. No. Honest.
0: Honestly, well, at least, you can, at least on the arcade, you can start at whatever level you want, as long as you've unlocked it, and you've got five lives. You've got hope. <laughs> this, honestly, no one is ever going to... I reckon someone might get to level 10 on survival. No one is going to unlock the other four achievements in a million, million years. Their ratio is going to be... Well, it's going to be one, because no one's ever going to do it, but... When they get there, they are going to be worth the biggest DA that has ever, ever happened in the entire history of TA. Oh man! And anyway, I've talked about this game too much. Do not buy this game; it is terrible. <laughs> There's also some power-ups the game introduced at level five, but they <laughs> sh-. don't buy this game. <laughs> Does it, do
2: you get do you get multi-bar in it?
0: You do. You get power-ups, <laughs> but some right get this. Some of the power-ups are bad power-ups. They make your back smaller. Or or, or they reverse the controls. If you press left, your back goes right.
2: Oh my days. I I might just buy it just to see it.
0: (laughs) Okay. Rant over. Has anybody played any other
1: games? Sorry. um, I've jumped back onto Rocket League. For a little bit so they pushed um, an update out a couple of oh, days ago update. yeah so it's the hoops update so Rocket League obviously it's traditionally it's always just been soccer oh well I say soccer but I only say that because they, they put car into it in the game it makes it so- sound amazing <laughs> yeah soccer yeah exactly <laughs> um, but they've added a basketball mode to it so it's exactly the same basically except then um, rather than having a net on the floor it's uh, horizontal Okay. To the floor instead You've just got to hit the ball up into it Which sounds easy It doesn't But when you're <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at Rocket League as it is um, This just makes it about 10 times more difficult Wow, so mm.
0: is this a free title update?
1: Yeah Yeah, so it's, it's a free title update And you just get an option now for the game mode That you want to play So it's either the football game mode Or the basketball game mode how big's the hoop that you're knocking it through? Uh, it's, it's pretty big and it's a little bit weird. So the hoop's kind of a couple of feet off the floor and there's kind of a curved ramp going up to the edges of the hoop and th- that affects right. the ball, but it doesn't affect your car. So you can drive through that curved ramp and go underneath the hoop, but right. the ball will roll up the ramp if it goes close enough to it. Um, but I suppose the reason for that is that you can be underneath the net and somebody could hit the ball in, you can fly through the net and defend that way but it add, it does add a whole new dynamic to the game and it's uh yeah but yeah difficult so
0: is there any change to the actual car mechanics or do you just have to no it's all identical and are there any new achievements with it no
1: no no new achievements just for fun
0: okay i think that covers what we've been playing not too much this week but it's not been long since we last recorded so there we are moving on to site news Last year we ran a contest called Leapfrog, which um, was a relatively simple concept. You had everybody that registered had to get a target number of achievements um, every day, uh, starting with one achievement on day one, two achievements on day two, three achievements on day three, etc., etc. Um, the contest was really popular. Uh, ended up going on for a hundred days, which is incredible. So. Um, Yes, you heard that right. Some people did actually make it to getting 100 uh, achievements in a single 24-hour period, or one person did. Um, It was really popular, and we've decided to do it again this year. Registration's currently open, but we have tweaked the rules slightly. So rather than you having to get um, an extra achievement every day, this year you need to get a higher ratio achievement, a single higher ratio achievement than the previous day. So the target on day one, is a 1 ratio achievement, so literally any achievement will will count for that. Uh, and then day 2, it's going to be a 1.2 ratio minimum. Day 3 will be a 1.4 minimum ratio, and it's going to go up 0.2 every day. Uh, we envisage this one to last a little bit shorter than last year's. To be honest, we were not expecting anyone to get any close to 100 days last year. Um, but that's gamers on TA for you. They give them a challenge and they'll rise to it. Um, so yeah, we don't expect this one to last as long but get over to the event hub um, there'll be a link in this story uh, when this podcast goes up um, it's free to enter there's some TA Pro prizes for the top top guys that make it to the end um, I think this year will be you, you will be able to get deep into this contest with the right amount of planning the only issue you'll have is that Unlike getting a set number of achievements a day, you can plan that 40 days in advance if you've got enough games that, um, ready to go. <laughs> TA ratios are obviously fluid, so you might plan to get a an achievement um, which is currently a a, th- a 3 ratio um, on day 10 or whatever it will be. Uh, but by the time you get to day 10, that might have dropped to a 2.8, so it will no longer count for that. So it's a bit harder to plan. Um, but it should be a really good contest so go on over to the hub and register moving on to regular news the big story that generated a load of debate on the site this week was um, The Division
2: so this is um, a bit still up in the air There was the new incursions mode on The Division
0: so Dave you've played a lot of the game tell us about the issues that have been around the new DLC
2: but I didn't do the exploit
0: Okay, what is the exploit and what was the DLC?
2: So basically, the part of this um, game mode is um, an APC that you got to destroy, and it's really hard to, to destroy and get the armor down on this vehicle. And somebody, do you know, they always break things once new things come out. This is why we can't have nice things. So, like the way Treezy was telling me, because he, he somebody told him how to do it, he was climbing up a ladder, and it, it, you kind of. You kind of climb up a ladder and then press like A or something like that and look up and look down and then you end up walking out onto the roof of this building. Right. So that then you can then fire down onto this APC but it can't hit you.
0: Uh, Okay, so you're out of the map a little bit.
2: Yeah, so you're out of the map and you can't get hit and you can just keep doing it because, because the game, the end game is all about getting better loot. That was the way to get the best items, these new gear sets that they brought in. Right. So people were just going back doing it over and over again and then getting the best gear. So they're pretty much untouchable when you go into the dark zone against them. Right. Okay. So they've obviously found out that they must have a way of finding out who's done it and they were talking about, they've not said exactly how they've done it, you're going to do it or even if they are certainly going to do it but punishing players who had done this so whether it's just going to be taking back some of the loot mm-hmm. and whether it's going to be resetting characters nobody knows but <clears throat> nothing
1: else has been said yet but if you did it, you might get a slap on the wrists. <laughs> it's a little bit odd, isn't it? Kind of, it, It's something that I suppose had made it through their testing process. And it's yeah, in the yeah. game, and even if people are exploiting it, it's fair. It's, it's not like they're doing... I know they are getting better gear and kind of powering themselves up, but...
0: Ubi had reports of this literally half an hour after the DLC hit mm-hmm. on their forums. There's people saying, you can do this, you can do this. And it's been weeks, and they've not, they've not blocked it, and they could patch it, they could do anything really, but they're just not bothered. And they've, you look at some of the feedback on their community forums now, and people are, people are going nuts. Oh, well, now they were going nuts, now they've mm-hmm. just given up. <laughs> it's like, what's the point of playing? You, you, you build a system where it takes time to grind and do all the hard work, and you know, there's there's millions of people doing that, mm-hmm. and then. Doesn't, you release DLC with a floor that allows everyone to bypass all that grinding. Mm-hmm. And some of the players can just become invincible because they're prepared to do it. Some people don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I've read um, things about people... Su- Joining groups where everybody else wanted to do it, and they kicked this person off because he wasn't happy to do it. So now it now sounds like there's more people doing the doing the exploit than not, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But they had the chance to pull this patch mm-hmm. immediately, and they just haven't. They still haven't done it. That's, and now they're talking about punishing people, which doesn't really seem. I did
1: see kind of some other comments, and um, a couple of people compared it to issues with World of Warcraft back in the day. If they pushed out a patch with an exploit in, as soon as they knew about it, they'd just take the servers offline until they would fixed it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it was, that would have been
1: the best solution. Decision that should have been mm. made.
0: Now we're dragging on. I don't know. And when did the DLC come out?
1: Oof, ages ago. Oh, it was early April, mm-hmm. I
2: think.
0: Yeah, so we're nearly a month, and they've and it's still this exploit is still available. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But
2: I haven't done it.
0: No. That's why you're so weak. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, <laughs> if anyone wants to, go, is, yeah. wants to go in the dark zone with Dave, <laughs> uh, you can <laughs> knock him over just by flicking his ear. He's not very powerful at all. Okay, so um, we think Ubi are at fault here, mm-hmm. not only for releasing a patch which is or DLC which is so readily exploitable but secondly not really doing anything mm-hmm. about it and then thirdly saying they're going to punish people that <laughs> yeah.
1: have actually done it I think it's going to be more of a punishment to punish somebody unfairly by accident and to figure out yeah, who's done yeah, it, it and who farce. hasn't it's it's going to be tricky it just needs to potentially rebalance everything and that's the only fair way really I'll just give everybody, everybody all, the all the best weapons for nothing yeah. You
2: log in and it's like they're all there. They're breaking
0: their play own play game. Out. I mean, literally, it's it's broken. It's yeah. bizarre. I mean, they
1: could give everybody two hundred U play points. <laughs> oh yeah, that would help. <laughs> so you can buy a wallpaper for your PC. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Next bit. Uh, the another big beta was on the Doom one. Mm-hmm. It was on. Uh, we got some footage of that trees he had to go on it. Did look really good. Uh, if you're interested in Doom at all, there's really good impressions on the site. I won't go into it at all. And then the last bit was the um, Gears of War 4, the beta codes for that one. Mm-hmm. Yes. There was an, an issue. They were supposed to send them out in waves, and it was supposed to go on who played the game first, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. But then some kind of distribution error meant that that didn't happen. And I'm still waiting for mine. And I reviewed it and played it about three weeks before it came out. I was just about out. to say so I, got it on, I should I got have it been day well of up on I reviewed it and
0: played it. Probably only on day of release, to be fair. But I still played it, and I've not had anything yet. Are they sending them via Xbox Live message? I think so. Yeah, I've had nothing. yet. I'm it.
2: not. I've not had an email or anything. I was expecting to be on there, on it like a car bonnet and be on there day one, but nope, nothing <laughs> still. But I think now it is actually open for everybody anyway. So oh, brilliant!
0: <laughs> Can't <we> missed that. <laughs> Um, have you? Okay, so we will do our best to download that and talk to you about it next time we record. Yeah, I get like on that. Um, oh, yeah. Do like a bit
1: of gears. Yeah, me too. So I, I did see some footage of a Peter, and to be honest, I wasn't overly impressed from what I saw. It just looked a bit yeah, you said it, looked, looked a bit yeah bland, it looked a bit yeah, it looked a bit bland. So like obviously when you're running through Call of Duty and stuff, you've got particle effects and kind of dirt on the ground and stuff, and this just seems to be smooth surfaces and. Didn't really really have many textures to it or don't know. Well, I
0: suppose they're the things that do get added on as the final thing. This is probably testing the server load. What's the release? We're not till November, are we, for release?
2: October, I think.
0: October, okay, so there's plenty of time left for textures. Yeah, hopefully. I wouldn't be too worried about that. No, but I,
2: I do to be honest. From what I saw I'll
0: tell you like what, Jake, it. you'd love Brick Drain. <laughs> what are the first <laughs> lovely
1: white trails following your board? Particle <laughs> effects everywhere.
0: <laughs> Great. So that's the news. Let's talk about releases. So we're almost in May. Mm-hmm. And May's a reasonable month, actually, looking at the release calendar. On the 3rd, we've got Superhot, which I was surprised about, because I thought <laughs> it feels like that game has been discussed for years
2: i just remember the
1: trailer it's all (laughs) but hot yes i mean we were at
0: i think that trailer was at the microsoft conference that i was at at gamescom a year and a half ago when we announced the ta xbox one Mm -hmm. so that you know that's it's an id title that looked like it was pretty much ready to go and we're still we're nearly two years later and it's still not hit yet which is interesting, but um, I think we've both played mm-hmm. Jack and I have both played a few levels. Yeah, of it. I, um I, I thought I like I like the concept of it. Yeah, but I didn't feel there was a whole game.
1: there think, so. what is it is it single player multiplayer? Single player. Exactly? So it's basically as you move forward, time moves forward. If you walk backwards, time moves backwards. So it's yeah, almost yeah. like a 3D braid in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: 3D first-person shooter braid. <laughs> there you go.
1: It's uh, it's good though. Um, yeah, it's
0: good, but it's like good for like. Oh, this is quite cool.
1: I'm just what, five minutes later. Like, wait. I'm wondering how complex they can make the puzzles and how interesting they can make it, and like how much further they can take it. Because as you say, it's almost it's a bit bare bones, isn't it? It's not much to it. Well,
0: to be fair, that was a long time ago we played mm. it, so maybe they've added a lot more to well, it now. But it did feel it certainly did feel a year ago yeah. that it was relatively in fact i think it was we played a load more of it at res didn't we last mm-hmm. year which was over a year ago now because res has just happened again. i remember playing it
1: about it must have been three years ago because it was a unity down three years ago yeah on the pc it was in wow, a browser okay. and that's where it kind of initially came from i can't from, believe it's but... taken
0: so long to come out okay well mm. the good thing is they probably bolted a whole ton yeah. more on now it's probably a really complicated story it's probably multiplayer. <laughs> it's, probably
1: it's got a mirror's edge esque colour scheme as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very mirror's edge. Yeah. Mm.
0: In fact, that's probably why they've timed it that's what, to release just after the beast. That's why I'm drawn to it so much. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so that's interesting. I don't know the price point for it, but it's an ID title. I'm guessing it's not going to be more than £20. I can't believe it would be more than that. In fact, you can, can you pre order it. Or We've got a review of it as well. Oh, we've got a review coming. Awesome. Okay, well that's the definitive answer as to whether you should buy it. Then we've got the first MOBO of May, of which there are a few. Um, Battleborn, (laughs) which I haven't played. I've watched a lot about Guy had a chance to play a Gamescom. Oh, you played it? Yeah. That was the one that you were surprised at how much you
1: enjoyed it? Yeah. I, I was kind of walked into the developer session for it, and I was expecting it to be kind of like 15 minutes of presentation. So half an hour presentation and 45 minutes of gameplay yeah, came out, and you were kind of like looking at your watch, wondering where, <laughs> where have <I've> you gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, you loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was good though. It, it was like um, a mix between Overwatch and Borderlands. Uh, mm. should, should be good. Are you picking it up? Um, I'm not too sure, I'm still not 100% on it but I think it's one of the games that's going to be better with friends potentially so if uh, if you guys pick it up So let's all buy it Rich can play it first night and never play it again Standard (laughs) Standard Rich playing tactics As long as it's not got an achievement list like Payday 2 I'll be fine (laughs) Remember that one
0: Okay, also on Tuesday the 3rd is The Park. Never heard of that one. Anybody know anything about
2: that? Survival horror. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Is it though? Or are our genres wrong? No, of course (laughs) our genres won't be wrong. Is it actually a survival game that we've had no option but to take? Is it survival
1: and horror? Or is it? Yeah, or is it? Horror and survival
0: a horror shooter so does like. that count as
1: simulation as well though. might have some RPG elements in it so. <laughs> it's definitely got RPG
0: and it's action I think
1: vehicular <laughs> uh,
0: sure, yeah. combat uh, <laughs> some genre, genre gags for those in yeah. the way. Um then next Friday is the game with possibly the best title <laughs> I've this heard I, when I, I saw it get scanned onto the site the other day I was like wow that's an <laughs> awesome name for a game it is called Coffin Dodgers, and I know nothing about it. But apparently, it's a racing game. It's a bit
2: like a car racer, but it's like old grannies and granddads on the. I love skaters. it already. I'm buying it. Yeah. Dave, are you buying it. It looks a bit yeah, um, beach buggy. Yeah, racing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought about when I is saw it. Is it multiplayer? Um, I'm not sure, but I guess that'd be a bit rubbish if it didn't. In that beach buggy it's going to be it? a bit
0: rubbish though, isn't it? <laughs> I, I enjoy beach buggy racing. To be really so so, so, I I? I'll probably put this up. I put, I put more hours into beach buggy racing than I did into fours Forza <laughs> yeah. 6. I don't know what's wrong with me?
2: But that's another one we've got a review called for that one. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Great. So I might try and flag the review myself and save myself Yeah,
0: some money. do it. Wicked. Okay, that sounds good. The week after, on the Tuesday, we have MX versus ACV Supercross. Encore. Uh, encore. Encore. So I played I met I did a dev session with these guys at Gamescom I think it was last year. It might have been the year before. But we played a lot of this game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or at least what I thought was this game. Um and they were really enthusiastic about mm-hmm. it and it, it handled very well. It was hard though. I remember it being really difficult. Um so I imagine this is probably gonna be quite a lot of fun. Yeah, it's the same guys, Nordic Nordic games. Okay. Yeah, they're um they're really passionate about their Um, ATV racing, Mm -hmm. all of them do it pretty much in in real life as well as writing the games for it so yeah, they they care about it and they've spent a lot of time building the tracks and all sorts so this could be really good Um, I like racing games where it's a bit different so there are trick events in this or there were in the in the other game mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this will have the same stuff so as you go off the ramps you can do tricks and stuff which gives you boost, which makes you faster makes you more likely to win uh, this is something that I will probably pick up
1: Okay.
0: and then we got Doom on the Friday
1: Friday the 13th ooh spooky dun, dun, dun.
0: <sighs> so um, I've managed to avoid all of the demo I've seen some pretty terrifying <laughs> TV ads for this game yeah. that have made me think I was going to buy this, but actually I'm now scared. I played Doom and Doom 2 and Doom 2 Ultimate Edition on the PS... I want to say 1, but maybe 2. A lot. Like, Ultimate Doom I played to death. Um, Absolutely loved them. Because they weren't particularly scary, I don't think. But I've got got more scared the more I've seen of Doom since then. Uh, I think Doom 3 was pretty terrifying. I didn't play it but certainly uh, the, the video footage I've seen of it looks pretty scary. Um, this one looks even more terrifying. So I'm in two minds really. but... Um,
2: Again, that'll be one if somebody else gets it. I'll
0: pick it up. Oops. Is there Yeah, there is, yeah. that's
2: what the beta was, yeah.
0: The beta, of course it was, yeah, I remember. Uh, okay, I might get it then. I could do a new shooter for sure. I'm just worried about being scared. Just play day. with
1: your eyes closed. Yeah. Play it in the daytime. Yeah, play in
0: the daytime. Be fine. I'll play in the office <laughs> with Jack and he can <laughs> he can hold my hand when I get scared. Yeah. Bit your cups
1: of tea when it all gets too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Great idea.
0: Okay, so that's quite a lot of stuff that's coming out in the next two weeks really. Um so hopefully there'll be something for everyone there. Mm-hmm. Any other business?
1: Yeah, so we have um, we are looking at reading the genre system on site, so it's something we had a poll on uh, late last year, like September time I think. And uh, from a poll, the majority of people wanted to basically move to a flatter system. So our current two-tier system is a little bit flawed in the respect that to get a sub-genre it really needs to go into the parent genre too. And that just means that some of the classifications don't really work. and. Um we figured moving to a flat system would uh, relax that requirement a little bit and yeah, it was it wasn't yeah.
0: necessarily to move to a flat system, it was to move was, to a multi genre yeah, system. It's... So you could apply more than one genre to a game. Mm-hmm. I think when when games first started out they were relatively easily defined. Yep. But um as the years have moved on, sp- games have become more As the idea of Xbox titles have
1: become <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah,
0: good yeah. luck. So what is super hot? Yeah. A time bending,
1: bending first-person
0: shooter mm, RPG action survival horror RPG. Yeah, yeah. there we go. But I think we've basically horror.
1: we uh, with the multiple genre system, it's multiple genres per game. We think it's going to allow a lot more flexibility, and there are some uh, quite big changes. We've kind of used it as an opportunity to tidy up the existing system a little bit as well. Um, but hopefully it'll kind of please everybody. We obviously can't appease or well, can't appease everybody and we can't replicate we can't, the legacy yeah, system entirely all the all the time. either it just make for a system that feels odd i think
0: you've only got to read any of the genre discussion threads to realize that you're never going to make everybody mm-hmm. happy because most yeah. or many people feel completely differently so, <laughs> about genres than many other people yeah they're so, you're never going to a bit satisfy, subjective or... aren't they but
1: very um, so we're kicking off the new system for that and we're going to be kicking off some voting in a couple of days too. So we're going to release batches of games at a time from oldest to newest and you'll have an opportunity if you've played the title to then look at it and uh, click on the genres that you think are most applicable to it. And based on those um, they'll be assigned to the game. Um, so it should be good. Yep.
0: Yes. So we're we are harnessing community mm-hmm. votes, basically. Yeah. Uh, if you played the game, you can vote on it. So we'll be announcing the batches over the coming weeks and months. Mm-hmm. So your input is greatly uh, appreciated. If you can take the time to vote on the genres for the games you've played, that would be really cool. Uh, one final mention of Leapfrog. Get yourself registered. Starts on Tuesday. And um, I think that's it from me. Um, mention for my Twitter, Richstone99. Uh, you can follow me talking nonsense <laughs> um, and getting upset about Spurs not winning the league.
2: And Jack's um, bad bruise. Dave, what's happened to his bruise recently? His bruise? Yeah. His cups, cups oh, of his tea. Oh, his bruise, yeah. sorry.
0: Dave's gone. Oh. Uh, cool. he doesn't what's mean going bruises on with his cups a, of tea recently? A mark on his arm. Yeah. Yeah. He means, uh, yeah, a cup of tea. was a terrible one. <laughs> terrible one <laughs> but he's made up for it by making a utensil yes. holder for the
1: whiteboard <laughs> for the oh, whiteboard
0: Amazon, Amazon so swings around about so <laughs>
1: that's the kind of amazing <laughs> thought power we have at the TA office
0: <laughs> uh, Dave is Dave kinetic and is Jack, Jack Watley in UK mm-hmm. follow us for fun and games on Twitter uh, speak to you all in a couple of weeks when we have hopefully some more games to talk about, including potentially Battleborn and Doom. Have a good week. See you later. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.